Welcome to another episode of SparkCast. And we have our second freeform episode where each of us hosts chooses one Transformer-related topic to talk about for five minutes. would like to go first thomas would you like to tell us about something related that you wanted to talk about that you didn't like about transformers oh well we're really just gonna jump right into it huh (laughs) (laughs) does it have to be something we didn't like i didn't catch that. no no because he mentioned it previously like that he uh, uh yeah well anyway i'll let him talk for himself so I'm going to share an image with you guys, and I'm going to try my best to describe it. It's from the Transformers comic books. And I don't, I, I've mentioned it before, I don't know, I don't read comic books really, or at all. And I really don't know anything about the Transformers comic books at all. Sean has tried to get me into them, and I'm wondering if this would be something that he would be familiar with. But I am definitely going to need an explanation on what I came across the other day. I believe this is Scorponok, and he decided to give himself a womb and make himself pregnant. Uh, And I need to know what what is going on in Transformers comic books. Like, how... Explain this to me, please, Sean. <laughs> so this, recently did this in, in the IDW Transformers comics. I don't think the Transformers race can give quote birth unquote or have new created. They've lost that technology. So this might be a story. If I read this, if it's before the first strike crossover, which I just finished reading this week, I don't remember it unless this is. Yeah, I don't remember this but for some reason. Okay, all right. I do remember I, that it might I, have I, been during that. It might have been a few years ago, though, because it is talking about spark splicing. So did you read this actual comic, or are you only just presenting? Absolutely not. Absolutely paper? not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this looks In so, like? So let me, better, let me better describe it. So I said it was Scorp- okay. It was a panel of Scorponok with, like, a womb and a baby. He's pregnant. I mean, there's a baby inside his chest, basically, in some kind of container built into his chest, you know, floating in like amniotic fluids. But it's a, uh, it's, it looks like a human baby. I don't know what this form, if they consider it a human or not, but it's definitely humanoid. I mean, you would, any regular person would look at it and say, that's a human baby. He just seems to be proud of it. So, Sean, I wanted you to kind of explain it to me because this is actually kind of recent. I think this happened in 2018. Oh, so this twenty sixteen after the Hasbro crossovers. Yeah, so I didn't think I, I would have actually been surprised if this is something that you knew completely about. You were basically on the right track. That's basically just of what I got from it was that. So Scorponok came up with the idea of basically creating organic life and splicing it with a spark and 
you know, raising the humanoid and creating multiple of them and having them procreate and reproduce. Thomas, it, I'm, yep. I was too, literally after the Hasbro crossover, the next thing I'm supposed to read after Transformers versus Visionaries is Lost Light 13 to 18, and this is in <laughs> Lost Light 14. So if you just waited this is, another two this weeks. Is lo- this is Lost Light 15, yes. Because <laughs> I was finishing up the Hasbro crossovers before I went back to uh, the, the spinoffs before I went back to Transformers to end it. But Well, yeah. it's your fault. I've been sitting on this for like <laughs> a month, a month and a half when I first came across it. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know it, anything more than that. That's basically what's going on. Like to me, it was sure. like, what is going on? They explain it, but it's still just kind of like, this is weird. So it is still kind of kind of weird, even after explanation, because you're basically creating humans just to farm them essentially you're gonna raise them and have them reproduce and then kill them off to take the the sparks that they've you know fostered oh god no i thought they were gonna raise them i didn't realize it was that horrifying <laughs> that they were gonna start killing babies jesus so, <laughs> so yeah this is site. this is just like i'm just like man i i don't think i'm missing out <laughs> not reading <sighs> the comics this is kind of wild there's something else wild that happens with this that i, I guess i'm not gonna spoil it doesn't just end there with Scorponok. It goes a little bit further. Oh my god. There's a link here to something called the tree cons, which are transformer trees. Alright. Well wait, that's that's we're gonna like we're gonna let that statement be the period of my uh my segment. So <laughs> we can move on. A year or two prior to this issue. I don't know why he needs to do this because in the Grimlock trilogy, they actually discover at the end, I think, of the second miniseries all these sparks on Cybertron that are hidden under the surface, and they find, like, close to a million of them. I think Starscream might have covered it up because they were worried about what other forces who would find this would try to do with them. So I don't think the rest of the Transformer universe knows about these sparks. Anyway. All right. Who's next? I like the reactions of the characters in the comic, though. They're like, eh, disgusting. It's a baby. It's purple. (laughs) So do you want to go to my good comic from here, Thomas? Mm, I think I'm over Transformers comics. I've had enough. Oh, come on. This is from Dreamwave. So this is back in the day. You're right. So if you click that link I sent you and scroll past the Megatron story and go to Transformers Energon Perspective. I was cataloging all of my Transformer comics and putting them from a long box into two short boxes. And then seeing, oh, what am I missing? Did I ever not buy everything? And then I also sold all my IDW comics except the trilogy of prequels called Monstrosity and all those. And I was just like, you know what? It's too much. I'm getting rid of these IDW ones because they're just the earliest tales. Uh, but I did recall this. For some reason, this story stood out as I was looking through. And I was like, you know, I actually remember this story. So I thought since it's memorable, I'll bring it up on the podcast. So what for are we looking past- at? So for background, this was a summer special that was made only two months before they closed their doors forever due to bankruptcy because they were not paying their artists and writers. This was meant to be a a short story for all the Transformers as well as a possible new Beast Wars that never came to be because, you know, the company folded. The first story is the G1 stories and shows how Megatron survived into the main story that was going on at the time. And then there's the story I'm going to go over followed by a Beast Wars story, which never went anywhere. Be- the story we have here is... 
So the story is called Perspective, and it's actually written by Simon Furman. And it's kind of funny. I don't know who Snowcat, Slugslinger, and Sharktacon are, but basically Megatron, Galvatron, because he's designed like Galvatron, but they're calling him Megatron. I don't know. It's been a long time. Basically, he's called forth his subordinates, and he's like, what happened? You guys all went on these missions, and you all failed. And so the reason this story is hilarious is, and also pretty good, is because it starts with Snowcat, and he's telling the story about how he failed, but what he's stating is not actually what's happening with the visuals. So basically, he's covering up how he failed to Megatron, and all three of them are basically just lying to Megatron's face about how they failed, and it wasn't their fault entirely. So these are all three? Uh, oh, yeah, they are Decepticons, Snowcat. Yeah, so they're all telling these stories, and Megatron is, like, skeptic at the end of every single story, just repeating their last line. And the story just basically ends with him, because their ranks are low, choosing the guy who lied the best as his next second-in-command. And I just thought it was a good story, and it's just a fun Transformers story. It's 10 pages, and if you can get yourself the 20th anniversary Transformers Summer Special from Dreamwave, 20th anniversary is not actually in the title. I'm sure you can find this anywhere. It's not worth anything. I don't think many of the Dreamwave comics are, but it's worth a read. So Thomas, you should go and read it if you want a fun, done-in-one story that will not make your brain go crazy. I will take note of that. <laughs> and you too, Charlie, if you just want to read a mini Transformers comic that isn't a massively headache-inducing child's book. <laughs> oh, I forgot there's also a Robots in Disguise comic in here too, because they were thinking about making a comic series for that one. That's the one where the anime one from like 2001 that's just blah. This whole summer special... I don't remember the other three stories at all, but just looking at this cover made me remember this story specifically. That's why I chose it, and everyone should go out and read it. The end. <laughs> all right. Charlie? Yeah, so what about you, uh, Charlie? You've decided to choose a non-comic book title for this one, right? Yeah, I'm not really into the comic book scene either. Basically, I was interested in an NES game that came out in 1986, only in Japan. It's called Transformers Mystery of Convoy, or Convoy no Nozo, hilariously spelled with an M in the romanization on the Japanese cover. Oh, I see <laughs> so that So they there. spelled it correctly in katakana as Convoy. Actually, it's called Boy. <laughs> but I'll give them a pass because most languages have a strange trade-off between B's and B's. And, but it's just strange that they decide to put an M there. <laughs> Whoever translated that. <laughs> well, anyway, this is an NES game that came out in 1986 and appeared on the Wii Virtual Console again in 2008, apparently. But the game never debuted in the U.S. So... I want to check out the playthrough of it and just see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and there was little wonder why <laughs> that it never came out in the U.S. Well, the game probably would have just been a complete money grab. I mean, most games take some time to finish. And I mean, but more other games have more 
going on than this one. It's like this one can be played from start to finish in 15 minutes. Oh my God, no. You mean 15 like... years? It's hard yeah. as hell. <laughs> no, no. It, it, the guy played through it in 15 minutes. It doesn't look hard at all. Uh, it doesn't oh, look it is. No, you, you need to play this. It is really hard. You can't go through it without save stating. It just didn't look like he was any kind of game savant or anything. Maybe he did save state it and, and like do like a replay of it or something. He might just be <laughs> good knows? at it. Because I know when I played it, I kept dying all the time because planes would just show up before you could react and kill you oh, when you're there driving around. Anything in this one? I don't know if you're talking about the same game. Yeah, it's the same. It's the one, the one where you're Ultra Magnus and to move forward, you have to turn into a car and you're into your truck. But then you have to turn back out if you want to actually shoot somebody. You don't even have to do that. He just jumped over all the places where you need to do that, pretty much. He just stayed on the upper platforms. This looks you, like... If you go below, then you have to to change into the 18-wheeler the thing. Yeah. Did you see the bosses where instead of actual bosses they're just the decepticons yeah. shooting at you that is that's exactly what i was gonna mention it's like okay <laughs> like three or four boss battles i think there's maybe 12 levels or something but mm -hmm. i think about four of them are literally just the decepticons emblem with some type of fireballs or energy charges coming out of them i mean there's no animation um yeah. another is just an, an inanimate like Decepticon planet with unidentifiable thingies popping out that look like cute little robot rabbit balls. They just mm -hmm. don't like and, they're related to Transformers. <laughs> and all the bosses are just at the right side of the screen, moving yep. up and down and up shooting and down. like Pong. It's like basically they they took a robot shape and it's just Pong and there's little dots flying off. It's yeah, that's what I was like. How can you not beat this game in 15 minutes? Like, no, the guy if you actually it try like to play it, minutes. it's really hard. Like, okay. uh, because of the because of the way that the the fast the enemies come at you, so you're always kind of like dying a lot. You have to get into the you have to like play it a lot before you get into it and you learn know how to it, play yeah, it. and know the patterns and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm watching it, and it's like a long play. And generally, with the long plays on YouTube, the people who put them up, they they know this game like the back of their hand. So like some of the movements and way he's predicting where enemies are going to be, you can kind of tell that, yeah, he he knows what he's doing. Because it's not a fast game. It's not like Mega Man. I can kind of go into Game Savant on like Mega Man 3 because I've played it so many times and just be firing like crazy, sliding under Yeah, things, yeah. So things. this one, this one this doesn't seem outrageous. This, yeah. I don't know. Me personally for like, <laughs> Compared to like some other games of the time, I don't. This right now doesn't seem like it's as. Um, it's just so threadbare to me. I mean, it's just. It does seem pretty empty. Like not, yeah. not, not much is going on. Well, guess Some what? If you beat the spike. game, you can play it again as Rodimus Prime or Hot Rod, because and, the game comes out before the movie, so it's called Mystery of Convoy because he's not there. Because apparently, you're supposed to wonder where he is because they didn't know the script of the movie, so they don't know he's dead either. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I don't even, is this even supposed to, I, I, this isn't even Convoy. It's like he transforms, well, the color scheme is it's all It's Ultra off. Magnus. Oh, it's Ultra Magnus. He okay. plays Ultra Magnus, and if you beat the game, you can play the game all over again as Hot Rod or Rodimus. Okay, all right. Is that what the deal was at the end? I didn't realize you were a different guy. I was Ultra Magnus just... that popular? 
or no, they, just, uh, they just decided to go with him because they thought he would like, be popular. Yeah, they thought he would. Japan was all advertising it, thinking he was the next commander because they didn't know what was going to happen. And that's why, like, Galvatron shows up working for Megatron in the uh, the toys because they didn't realize that he was Megatron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of craziness. But I remember playing this game way, way back in college. And I just remember it being... Because I was like, what? This exists? I must play it. And I remember it being funny, but also hard. But I'm also like, I've never played it again since. And that was almost 20 years ago. So... <laughs> Did you see the little bat that turns into a cassette? <laughs> Is he one of the bosses? Yeah, no, he's not a boss. He's just uh, an enemy. And you only see him like literally like three times in the whole oh, game. Okay. It, I think it's supposed to be Rat Bat from Generation 1. That's but, funny. Um, I don't remember all that. How many Transformers actually turn into cassettes? Oh, like no. Ravage Cassette. And, I mean, how many cassette transformers are there <laughs> i think there's like seven for Soundwave and like four for blaster <laughs> because they introduced some new ones for Soundwave, like in the third year i feel like they're not just all animals either it seems like those little tiny transformers can't think of their name right now oh so do you want to know something hilarious about this game it uh, has what? a legacy in japan and about three to four years ago, they actually made a chibi anime Transformers called Transformers Mystery of Convoy and features chibi versions in 3D. And it's just it's just these shorts of the Transformers having like talking or doing little mini adventures and stuff. It's just a, a comedy thing. Just sitting around. I don't know why they called it Mystery of Convoy. It, uh, is he at in all. it? What? Is he oh, in it? I don't know. And as also, I think they were re-releasing this as a cell game or a remake as a Japanese cell game. Maybe that's why it was also called that. I really don't know. I just remember I was like, why is this coming out as an anime with Chibi Transformers? It's it's really ridiculous. I remember watching it, and it's and it's really hard to find because nobody cares. <laughs> but yeah. so yeah, it lives on. That's or tried to live on. Otaku dumb. There's always somebody who likes something in Japan, and they have to like keep it going. It's just so mm -hmm. weird. Want to find out what things are still perpetuated, but that's a random one. I wouldn't have any pleasant memories about this game if I were a child. <laughs> well, luckily it wasn't released in America, so you don't have to have that possibility occur. Yeah, they didn't want to get sued. Somebody would definitely blame them for some kind of seizure or something by, you know, just. I mean, I don't think we were sp spare completely, right? I mean, because there is still a terrible NES Transformers game, right? Yeah. So, yeah. There is. <laughs> <laughs> so, we just got our own poison. That's all. Yeah. Oh, it was Q Transformers. So, it was a storyline for Q Transformers action figure line. And I, 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 I can't remember if it pokes fun at. Transformers lore or not. I, I know it took me forever to find, and when I saw some, I was just like, yeah. This game was hella unexciting. I mean, this wasn't like Twin B or Gradius or anything, or there's all kinds of crap just flying loose on the screen. This is just, this is a calm, solemn battle. Yeah. It's one of those games where the boss fights are easier than the levels themselves. Yeah. Oh, and did you know that the last level, or the next to last level, 
has one of those mystery pathways where you keep... You know how in Super Mario, there's three pathways to go, and if you go to the top, it goes... And it's the right way, it goes binging, and if you go the wrong way, it goes blurt, and you have to go through the entire thing again. It doesn't yep. do that on the original one, like the... Yeah. The There's original no game, I don't original. believe, had the sounds. They added the sounds in All-Stars. So basically, that level for Transformers is the same way. You have to know that you're supposed to walk the top path, then the bottom, then the middle, and then bam, now you can actually go to the last level. Yeah. Otherwise, you just keep repeating the level over and over again. Yep. But it only happens right there at the end of the level, and you have to just know that. Like, there's no hints whatsoever, no sounds, nothing. That's just a, that's an NES staple. They've done that in so many games. It's like, uh, just figure out the pattern. Okay, got it. And you just remember. <laughs> that's yeah. what you do with side scrollers or vertical scrollers. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if that one guy ever played it. If you guys ever watched Game Center CX, I watched the first two seasons of that. It's that guy in Japan who. He's stuck in a room, and he has to play a Famicom game until he can beat it. Oh, that's yeah, intermission. I've seen I've seen some stuff from him. And, 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 and the intermission of every episode is him touring a, a different video game store or an arcade to show people in Japan where some of these places are, since a lot of them have closed down or they're only in certain areas and that kind of thing. It's kind of cool. But they've only ever released the first two seasons in America. They've never released any more even though it's had 10 seasons. I think they should put him in a room with Sega Genesis and Shaq Fu. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember it, uh, that was fun to watch those. Like, I, I have to see if he ever did that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was our look into random Transformers topics. Anything else left to say, Thomas? Um, I'm ready to move on, take a shower. Okay. Get these uh, Scorponok filth out of my mind. Okay. <laughs> Charlie? Are you Ultra Magnus, Thomas? Scramble Ultra Magnus? No, I'm not. It Ultra says Magnus. that at the end of the game for some reason. Why do they always. That's one of those popular English words that makes it into Japanese. There's so many scramble things. <laughs> what happens at the end of the game? Do you actually find Convoy slash Optimus, or does it just say, like, congratulations, you won? Peace Galaxy restored. Yeah, it's like that's what's at the end. At the very end, it says Scramble Ultra Magnus. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't watch a second playthrough with Rodimus? Uh, no. Actually, it showed like a, a clip of the next, like of just stage one again, and I didn't see anything different. I just thought you were playing the same. I don't know if they changed the color of the, the sprite. It just looked like you were starting over. I was like, okay. And then the person quit right after yeah. that. Like, they didn't yeah. even play. I don't know if there's a better game. ending if you beat it a second time because most people, you know, don't. <laughs> so that's what they used to do in the old days, though. Just loop you right back around to the beginning. Okay. You play it again. Something different might just happen or not. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. And hopefully, you'll listen to us next week when we reveal something to Thomas from a storybook. That is something out of his nightmares that doesn't have to do with purple babies. Uh, uh, I'm calling out sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone.